the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcaster to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been ministering messages all week about our appreciation for the birth of the Christ child. The one who put the Christ in Christmas. Messages that'll help us to get in the mindset of giving God thanks for more than just some gifts that we'll receive from others and that others will receive from me and you. Plus that, no gift could ever be given by anyone anywhere that is a better gift than the gift that God gave us on that glorious day when God so loved the world that he gave us the gift of the Christ child, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So come on, let's hear a message about the wonderful blessing that we've already received on that day that Christ was born. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Luke chapter 2, please. Now, Scripture tells us about the night that our, our gift arrived, where it showed up. Luke chapter 2. Now, this was before UPS. This was before, what some of them other ones, FedEx. This was before Amazon.com. God had your gift delivered to you. Luke chapter 2. Let's begin reading at verse 8. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. It says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, check this out. Don't miss this. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothing, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were going away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, hey, that's east side of Detroit, hey, let us, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord have made known unto us. Now, once again, this is an account of the night that that gift arrived. Angels appeared to the shepherds in the field at night to be able to let them know the awesome thing that happened that very night. 
Shepherds represented the lowest people in the society at that time. The lowest people, where their works were, 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 were the lowest works that, that ever existed. In fact, the, the position that they occupied was just above the beggars and it was just above the, the lepers because at least they was working for theirs. Praise God. The other ones were begging for theirs. Now the angels announced to those who were considered one of the most, if not the most lowly people on the face of the earth, the birth of him who is the most high. He talked to the lowest to tell them about the most high. He talked about to the lowest. And then he made it personal. He used the phrase, unto you. Unto you is born this day in the city of David, which makes the gift provided to us by God personal, which means it's for you personally. It's for you individually. It's for you whether or not you want it or not. Because he sent him to everybody. He sent him to the whole world. He is a propitiation for the whole world. Even though the whole world don't know him, he's still there for them. It's a gift for them. Even though the world, whole world has not received him, and many won't receive him, he still was there for them. I remember I bought a gift from my brother one time, praise God, Bernard, two years, three months, 27 days older than me. I remember I bought a gift for him. This was not long after I got saved, praise God. But when I got saved, he, he, he stopped dealing with me, praise God. Not long after I got saved, he stopped dealing with me. Why? You know, because, you know, when, 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 when you're wrong, you don't mind other people around you that's wrong, you know. But when you're wrong, you have a problem with people around you to start living right. And so when I started living right, after I got saved, praise God, it, it caused problems to him because, you know, I, I'm not a light of the world. And so my light would highlight the fact that he's wrong. I would never talk to him about his wrong. I would never say anything about his wrong, but yet he knew he was wrong. Because, see, before I got saved, I was wronger than he was. And now that I'm saved, it's like, well, dang, they leave him out there. So anyway, long story short, he cut me loose. He didn't have nothing to do with me. He told me point blank, looked me in my face and told me, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even have a brother no more. Praise God. You know, you, I'm, you're dead to me from this point forward. Praise God. You know, salvation can cost you. I said it can cost you. We're going to talk about that a little bit more next year. Praise God. We, we, won't, we won't do it right now. Praise God. Anyway, I bought him a gift. Praise God. I remember I bought him a gift. Praise God. Got him a couple of nice sweaters and stuff like that that I know he liked because he used to be fashionable. He used to like to dress. So I hooked him up, got him a couple of things and stuff like that. And I'm figuring that surely he'll deal with me on Christmas, if no other time. Not. Them, sh- them, them sweaters never got delivered. He never came to pick them up. And I was still new at Christianity, so I was a little honorary too, praise God. So if you don't come get them, you ain't getting them. Praise God. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't know nothing about that. Praise God. Even though I could have took them and dropped them off and still gave them to them anyway. Just like God dropped off Jesus, even though a lot of people ain't going to receive him. Because he loved us like that. That whether you accept it or not, that don't change my love for you. Whether you want to have nothing to do with me or not, that don't change my love for you. I'm talking about that's how God says. God says regardless of how it is that you treat me, I'm still going to treat you the way he's supposed to. Because, see, if we start, if he start responding to the way we do him wrong by doing us wrong, then we lower it, not him. Praise God. We the one that's control. Just like you, when, when, when you allow somebody to be able to cause you to not do things because of the way they acted or treated you, and, you, and then that means that they, they just demonstrated they lowered. In fact, not only are they lord of your life, they're your creator. Because they changed you into the person that you are now. Hallelujah. Remember back when you used to love folk and then you used to be glad to see them and now you don't even want to go into the room because they're there? Next time you see them, say, hey, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, I'm trying to, praise God. They came and spoke to shepherds. Let's go back to this. They, went, they came and spoke to shepherds. And they told them, he said, now unto you that born in, in the city of David is one that's called Christ the Lord. It's done for us individually. Now, just like he fearfully and wonderfully made us, he fearfully and wonderfully chose our gifts. He fearfully and chose, wonderfully chose our gifts. He was conscientious about what he got. That's what people do when they love somebody. They won't just buy them stuff. They'll think about them. God knows us personally. So he provided us a gift that was just right for us. You don't have to take back the gift that God gives. You don't have to have to re, you know, re-gift it or nothing like that. Even though, you know, it may, you, can, you, can, you can share it with other people, but you, you don't re-gift it, as in you don't have it no more. He provided us a gift called salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. And he says that he, is, he told us, unto us is born this day a savior. That word savior right there means deliverer. So your savior is the best gift that could have ever been given to, to fallen mankind. There's no other gift that we could have been got given that was better than this gift that was given because we needed it. Jesus was a gift that was needed. You see, all gifts that you get are ones that are needed. But some gifts you get are the ones that's needed. I mean, when we was growing up, as God, our parents used to buy us gifts that was needed. You have all these packages under the tree. Anybody remember this? And you go grab this package and open it up in this socks. You don't remember putting that on your list, but you got it. Go open up another package. Praise God, it's underwear. Newly unstained underwear. Not dingy. Or, or, or ripped. You throw that over to the side too. Praise God. Open up another one, they be pajamas. Remember Pajamas. Man, pajamas, you'd be pajamas. You'd be like, you'd be thinking like, why you give me that? They'd be thinking like, you need them. I've been doing the laundry, you need them. And God been cleaning up your little dirty life and, 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 and looking at your dirty drawers too. And he provided you a gift that you needed. You needed a savior. I, am I losing people because I said you? We needed a savior. God was the gift that we, that we really needed. Jesus was the gift we really needed. Romans chapter 5 tells us why. Keep a finger here. We're coming right back. Turn to Romans chapter 5. We needed this one from our birth. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. It reads, Wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Notice, death passed upon every one of us because of the sin that Adam did. And so because of that, we were all in a jacked up position in need of a Savior. Well, why I needed a Savior? Well, turn over to Romans chapter 3, verse 23. It says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. See, we serve a perfect God who requires perfection. Well, what happens if you don't get it? Go to Romans chapter 6, verse 23. It says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm reading the Bible. 
It says, for the wages of sin is death. The word death means separation. Whereas we would be separated from God, separated from life, because he is life. And if you're separated from life, that's death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. The reason why the word but is put there is because this is the alternative. This is, the, this is what he provides us so that we don't have to deal with the other one. He gives us a gift called eternal life. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. See, God provided us a gift that was just what we needed. We needed eternal life to be able to substitute for the eternal death that we had. And so he gave it to us, not sold it to us, but gave it to us as an absolute free gift. Turn to Ephesians chapter 2. He gives it to us as a gift. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. What is it? It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Notice, the gift of God. The salvation that he provides us through, by grace, through faith, is a gift that he gives you and me. Because we didn't have to earn it. We didn't, we didn't have to meet the, that, perfect, that perfect standard to stick around. We didn't have to meet the level of perfection that God required. Even though God's requirement never changed. What he did is send somebody as our substitute so that then, then his perfection can then be able to account for us. Remember, it's in him we live and move and have our very being. He's perfect. He's perfect at all times. He's flawless. He's sinless. He's perfect. And so because of that, he could be the perfect substitute for me and you and allow us to be able to get in him so that God can see us in perfection like he wants to. Now, Scripture tell us about who he is. Go back to Luke chapter 2. Jesus was a gift that we needed. Jesus was the gift that was foretold too. He foretold it. He told about it. I like that. The word foretold means to tell of beforehand, to prophesy, to tell of beforehand or to prophesy. You know, like you got some people in your family that you can't tell them what you get in somebody else. Because as soon as you tell them, they'll prophesy. They'll tell beforehand. They go tell somebody what you're getting them. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a brother like that, Bernard. Two years, three months, 27 days older than me. He'd tell everything. He used to like to stay in good graces with my mother, so he bust on me all the time and tell everything. So since he was so practiced in telling everything, he'd even tell what gifts we bought. I found out it was him by telling him that I bought a gift that I didn't buy. So I could see who it was that was busting on me. Found out it was Bernard. So I quit telling him. What you get him? I ain't telling you. I ain't gonna tell nobody I know because I ain't telling you. <laughs> Sometimes we tell. Sometimes we ain't so excited about the gift we're going to give, we're going to bust it. We'd be like, ooh, ooh. Might not tell them what we got them, but we tell them, hey, you ain't going to have to wear that no more. Well, why? You'll find out. 
They just did. You just told. Jesus, God was like that. God got to foretelling about the gift that he was going to give you. God gave us hints about the gift that he was going to send us. All throughout the OT, he told you and me exactly what we was going to receive as a gift. The gift he was going to send to you and me. It started on the day that the sin occurred. Turn over to Genesis chapter 3. He told it right off the bat. See, I, so you got to understand, God's being true to himself when he tells. His name is Jehovah, Yahweh, which is the self-existing, self-revealing God. And so he reveals. That's just what he does. He hides no good thing from those who love him. I got anybody here that love him? He'll tell you secrets. Mysterions. He'll tell you, tell you hidden things. In fact, he said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that you know not of. The great and mighty things are hidden things. I'm going to show you hidden things you don't know nothing about. So if you won't ever want to know, just ask God. You, you can practice by asking him about yourself. And say, God, ask him whatever you want me to know about yourself. He'll tell you. Mm-hmm. We're in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Because this is right after the, 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 the sin occurred. Verse 15 says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Of course, it was talking about the gift that he was going to give. Of course, it confused the devil, praise God, and probably confused Adam too because Adam was following the devil. But at the same time, he put it in the scripture so that we wouldn't be confused, so we could see right from the beginning he started telling us about the gift that he was going to provide us. One of the reasons why is because he had always planned to give us this gift. He was just waiting on the right time to give it to us, if I could phrase it that way. That's why the Bible says in the fullness of time he brought forth his son because he had planned this long before the foundations of the earth. I mean, some of us, we plan the gift that we want to give somebody long in advance. And then we go through everything necessary to be able to get it so that we can give it at the right time. So that we can give it at the right time. God planned this thing long beforehand because he already knew what was going to happen with his fallen man. But he already had a way to be able to get back to him. And he was going to give it to us as a gift because he knew what we was going to need. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Here's another place where he, 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 he kind of like told us what, what we was going to get in the gift. Isaiah chapter 9. We see what the Father told us about what the gift would be and what it would be to me and you. What the gift would be and what it would be to you and me. I like the first thing he told us about it. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. It says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with justice, judgment and justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now notice, his name shall be called Wonderful. First thing listed is full of wonder. That's what the word wonderful means. Full of wonder. Wonder 
basically means that you, he blow your mind. I just phrase it that way at this time. He blows your mind. We got a God that blows our mind all the time. It's a gift that was given to us. That gift is still blowing my mind. I've been saved for that many years. Praise God. <laughs> and I'm still amazed at this gift that he gave me. I'm still amazed. It still brings me to tears when I think about how he saved me after all those years. And how he delivered me and set me free. And didn't require a single thing of me other than to accept him. And then he didn't stop there. Then he went into my life and started changing my life and even changed the relationship between me and my wife and 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 and, and, and blessed us. Took took us from financial destitution to the fact that we ain't broke no more. Took us through problems and trials and tribulations, not that he caused, that we caused. I caused. She probably didn't even cause them. I caused them till we got problems no more. Took me from working for the devil, making sure he, he and his kingdom get paid, to now serving in the house of God and making sure everybody can see the path that he's laid. I'm a blessed man. He's wonderful. He's healed me from things that doctors say they couldn't do nothing about too. But I'm healed. Holding sound. Because he's wonderful. Like is anybody here know him that's wonderful? Get nervous when you get matter of fact about how good he is in your life. Because Satan is already accomplishing distracting you in life because how can you be distracted when you got somebody living in you as good as this somebody who's with you every day of your life who's constantly providing you more and more and more life who's teaching you what's right and empowering you to do what's right and walking right beside you to make sure that you can be able to step into this thing right we are blessed people y'all so what if somebody don't give us a gift or it ain't the one we wanted and stuff? We ain't, we ain't brats no more. We children of the most high God. We thankful for whatever they do. Thank you. I'll give you a hula tie, hula girl tie. Thank you. You ain't got to wear it. But praise God. Thank you for the hula girl tie. If one of y'all gave me copper tone sunlamp, suntan lotion. I'd be like, praise God. Thank you. Because I'm saved. Of the problem of being upset by getting stuff I don't like. So that's part of salvation. Saved from being upset by not getting what you want. I said saved of being upset by not getting what you want. That's why we don't even see evil. Because we don't get freaked out when we don't get what we want. Because love don't seek our own. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. 
hope that you're being reminded that Christmas is not about all the stuff that the world tells us that Christmas is about. So you don't get distracted from the real purpose and the real reason for this Christmas season. I hope that you're being reminded that Jesus is the reason for the season and that we're to celebrate and give God thanks for the gift that he's already gave us. A gift that can never run out. A gift that's never out of style. And the only gift that always makes us smile. So if you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. This Sunday is Christmas Day, so we invite all of you to join us at Word of Faith on Christmas morning as we give God the thanks that He's rightfully due for the eternal gift that He gave to me and you. Every year, the members of Word of Faith SA come together on Christmas morning and have an exciting faith-filled, spirit-filled praise and worship service where we give God thanks on Christmas Day. So we invite all of you to join us at Word of Faith on Christmas morning at 9.30 a.m where saints from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to praise and worship God and give the Father thanks for the gift that He gave us in the birth of His Son, Jesus Christ, who saved us, loves us, and keeps on keeping us. So come on through. We'll be glad to see you and your family there giving God praise on Christmas morning. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 